And thank you for joining us here on a new episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, the Cattle Industry Convention is ongoing this week in Orlando, Florida. We are on the ground for the convention, and we'll have more reports and conversations coming up here on future episodes of American Ag Today as the beef industry is meeting for the 2024 Cattle Industry Convention and NCBA trade show here this week. The policy playbook is top of mind. Executive Vice President of the Oklahoma Cattlemen's Association, Michael Kelsey, shares what the discussion will cover based on conversations with ranchers in his state. We're going to have some discussion about animal disease traceability. The National Animal Disease Traceability Task Force has finished their work and are bringing some policy that will consider how to institute a disease surveillance program on a national level that includes not only older, more mature cattle, 18 months and older, but also younger cattle. So we're going to have a discussion about that and see kind of where that shakes out at the end of the day. I've seen some of those draft policies. They're pretty long, pretty complicated, but they need to be because that's not an easy issue. Aside from disease traceability, Kelsey says there may also be discussion regarding beef sustainability. Yeah, the long-range plan, beef sustainability, uh, beef checkoff. Some of those types of things are very, very important to our membership and our group, but you're absolutely right. To make sure we're part of those conversations, wherever those conversations might occur, if they're at the state level, if they're at the national level, even if they're at the international level, we need to make sure that beef is positioned positively. And so sustainability, whether we like it or not, it's a it's a topic. And it's it's a topic that some, some interest is there by some folks who don't have our best interests in mind. And so we've got to be at the table advocating for uh, our industry. And again, the 2024 Cattle Industry Convention and NCBA trade show kicks off today and runs through the weekend, February 2nd. So again, uh, looking forward to more great conversations on tap here from the Cattle Industry Convention. We'll be sharing those on future episodes of American Ag Today. Well, demand is the biggest problem the corn market is facing, according to market advisor John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. The problem is that the largest buyer, China, is moving more of its business to South America. USDA has got them forecasted to bring in about 26, 27 million metric tons of corn over the marketing year. 47% of that is forecasted to come out of Brazil. So now they are basically replacing us very, very quickly as the corn supplier to that country and, and even on the global scale. The United States and Brazil both export about 27% of the global corn supply individually. So U.S. at 27, Brazil at 27. And the biggest factor in this is now that Brazil has been a provider of corn in to China, and that's limited our exports, and that's one of the biggest reasons for the market prices and the concerns that we're seeing now is that China's looking for a different route to go, and Brazil had those bushels at a cheaper price, and they continue to be a strong buyer of those commodities from that country. And Heinberg says the next few months are critical for U.S. corn exports. January, February, March is our window to be the leader in the export market. The Brazilian market has kind of lost some of its supply. Argentina has been dealing with two years of drought, but they have a record corn crop pot forecasted for this year coming at us. You know, so these next few months are vital and we need to see those sales numbers really pick up as well as the shipment numbers for corn. And then we got to see what happens with that South American production. You know, so it's going to be a very interesting point over the next few, you know, few weeks here to see if we can get those numbers that we need that can help support price, you know, on top of our large supply that we're trying to work through. At least that's what's forecasted out there. And once again, that is comments with John Heinberg from Total Farm Marketing. 
Well, the Canadian Chamber of Commerce is calling on Ottawa to step up defense of Canada's trade interests with November's U.S. presidential election drawing closer, especially with the upcoming six-year review of the USMCA Trade Pact in 2026. Now, adding to cross-border trade concerns is the Canadian federal election scheduled for next year. The Trudeau liberals, who have ruled in Ottawa now for 10 years, are seeing growing support for Canada's conservatives, led by a far more right-wing-minded Pierre Polivier. Now, Canadians have been closely watching the initial steps leading up to this year's presidential election following former President Trump's strong results in the New Hampshire primary on the heels of the Iowa caucus. Prime Minister Trudeau was quick to respond to upcoming USMCA review concerns. One of the really important things for any Canadian government is to continue to work constructively with whatever American administration is in place. There's no question that Mr. Trump represents a certain amount of unpredictability, but we made it through the challenges represented by the Trump administration for four years where we put forward the fact that Canada and the U.S. do best when we're well integrated, when we recognize the prosperity that's created on both sides of the border. When former President Trump threatened to terminate the long-standing NAFTA agreement, months of intense negotiations eventually landed the existing USMCA, which came into force in 2020. The first six-year review of the deal will happen in 2026, and if there is no consensus by all three parties at that time, a self-destruct mechanism would be triggered, and that trade agreement would expire 10 years later. Laura Dawson is the executive director of the Future Borders Coalition. Dawson says that all U.S. trade-invested countries are watching the progress of this year's American presidential election, but she says election outcome stakes are highest for Canada. The U.S. and Canadian trade supply chains are by far the most intertwined. Generally, a Biden administration re-election is favored by about two-thirds of polled Canadians. Conversely, Dawson says the USMCA trade pact review taking place at a second Trump presidency has most Canadians very concerned. I think Trump 2 is Trump 1 on steroids. The thing that saved us in the first time around was Donald Trump's inexperience and the fact that he surrounded himself with relatively moderate Republicans able to tap Trump on the shoulder and identify the areas where hurting Canada would hurt the United States. Free trade, internationalist Republicans, those folks are gone from the picture. And once again, that is Laura Dawson, the executive director of the Future Borders Coalition. And again, the six-year review of the USMCA trade pact is set to happen in 2026. Well, agriculture groups and farmers are eager to see Congress pass the next farm bill as the current extension ends at the conclusion of the fiscal year in September. Now, speaking with Republican Senator John Thude of South Dakota last week on Agriculture of America, AOA, he says the industry needs the certainty of a full-term bill. We need to get a five-year bill in place. People in production agriculture need certainty, and you can't just operate on extensions of the existing bill. You know, it's time for a reset. Things have changed. You got way higher input costs, fuel, fertilizer. Interest rates are, are significantly higher, so the average farm loan out there, they're paying a lot more in servicing that debt. Then you got, you know, weakening commodity prices. So we need attention to that and to making sure that we have good policies in place. However, Thune says the effort is stalled because of a difference in priorities. The chair of the committee, the Democrat chair, Debbie Stab, now from Michigan, so far has been unwilling to consider moving resources around within the farm bill in order to strengthen the producer safety net. And we think that that should be the focus of the farm bill. Farm bill ought to be about farmers. And unfortunately, too often, the Democrats here, at least in the Senate, are are making about issues like climate, environmental policy, the nutrition title. 
Once again, that's South Dakota Republican Senator John Thune. We're out of time here on this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.